welcome back to the Make Account Podcast. I'm Marcus Meir, founder of Mirror Group CPAs and the Total Control Accounting System. I'm Tyler Warner, small business owner with a lot of accounting questions. All right, Tyler. So, you know, I always say this, I love when we have a guest because it's more them, less you and me. That's and today right. we've got a really, uh, something I'm really excited about. We've got Rocky Lalvani, who is the self-proclaimed profit answer man. That's right. Which we're going to dive into, I know, and kind of get some insight on that. So Rocky, give us a little bit of background and, and tell us about yourself. So how much background do you want? <laughs> you want me to go all the way back or yeah, all short? The way. All, or- the, all the interesting parts. How about that? Yeah. The interesting part. So I've always been entrepreneurial. As a kid, I wanted to make money and and get wealthy. And so I, I was always hustling. I grew up in Jersey. We were talking about that before we hit record. I'd go into New York City. I'd buy stuff. I bring it back, mark it up 100% and sell it to all my friends. So like I was five below before five below existed, right? <laughs> I was actually though, some of the stuff I sold was 50, 100 bucks and, and you're talking early 80s. So you sell something for 50 bucks and you got a 25, you know, 100% markup, you know, you, I was always loaded with cash. Took all that money, went out and bought a computer because I was a tech geek. So I got that you know, fancy Apple II computer. Back then it had a whopping 4K of memory. Wow, 4K. 4K, wow. right? <laughs> and one of the programs that it would run was VisiCalc. So if anyone's kind of a spreadsheet geek, that is the the original electronic spreadsheet long before Lotus 123 and what everyone uses now, which is Excel. And adults happened to notice that, hey, this guy knows how to play with these electronic spreadsheets. So I was showing accountants how to go from paper ledger to electronic spreadsheets. And you're an accountant. You know how hard it is to get them that move forward with technology. Oh, yeah. I've got some stories. I promise you. (laughs) And when I was in college, I worked for a bank. They're like, oh, you know how to do this? I'm like, yeah. And they just stuck me in a room and said, you know, build our spreadsheets and stuff. I was like, this is cool. When I graduate, I'm going to build spreadsheets for people, you know, and this is what I'll do. The thing is, at that point, nobody knew what a spreadsheet was. I didn't understand the value of a spreadsheet. And so I didn't know how to sell. Like, I didn't know how to even market that, who to talk to, how do you have that conversation. Um, In the meantime, I got a job and good is the enemy of great. Right. So you start making good money and you kind of forget about some of these things and life goes on. So I have a wonderful career, made my money, built my wealth, you know, automated all my finances. Um, and that's one of the reasons I joined Profit First is because the same principles I've been using my whole life. And then I'm like, well, now that I have money and I have freedom and choices, what do I really want to do with my life? Now, the whole time in between, the one thing I hated most was paying taxes, right? So I am the guy who buys J.K. Lasser's thousand-page book and reads it because I'm looking for that one loophole. Wow. (laughs) You know, and as we talked about, I'm an EA, I'm an enrolled agent. I hate doing taxes, but I want to learn how to save on taxes. So I've got this tax knowledge, right? I understand finance. I have an MBA. I know how to build wealth. I know how to keep money. I know how to build spreadsheets. 
And <laughs> all of those things come together. It's like, wait, you have talents that are actually valuable. And what I didn't realize in that time is that most super large companies were taking all their data out of whatever systems they were using, throwing it into Excel, and then manipulating it and looking at it in Excel. I'm like, I look at an Excel spreadsheet, it tells me a story. I can see anomalies. I can see things just naturally. And then I learned business owners weren't looking at their finances. Is that true, Tyler? Do business owners not look at their their numbers and, and what's going on <laughs> and their question, P&Ls Tyler. from yeah. their accountant? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how we were going to bring that up in this podcast because it happens <laughs> every podcast. But yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> you know. And I was like, wait a minute. I, I have skills. They need help. You know, let's let's put it together and I will talk to them in a way different than Marcus would, you know, and I don't know, maybe you do the same type of thing, Marcus, <laughs> but in general, I'm going to talk to them yeah. differently than their CPA does. We're not going to use accounting lingo. We're going to talk about, hey, I see this. How do we fix it? What happened and how do we prevent it going forward? Yeah, so I guess what, you know, kind of you talk about kind of your background and got into really, I guess you would say coaching. I mean, it, would you describe what you guys do now as profit first coaching and kind of profit coaching? How would you describe that? I So I think it's part teacher, part coach, part accountability, um, part consultant. It, it And it, it just varies. And throughout the same call, we might do all four of those parts. So it is a variety of things. I think with a coach, you have to do all the work. In our case, we do a bunch of the analysis for you. So you don't have to do all the heavy work. You have to make sure that you have good numbers for us to analyze. Rocky, you. would you mm-hmm. mind introducing the profit first concept to our to our audience? Because I think it's a brilliant one. I've read the book. It was years yeah, ago. Same. And it was uh, one of those things that was like, man, this is so simple, but just totally changed my paradigm in terms of how I thought. Could you just kind of give us a, a a quick background on what the concept is? I can. First question before I do that, because this is Mike's question. Did you open the bank accounts and do it? Uh, <laughs> kind of, kind of, kind of. We were actually talking about that before the podcast. And yeah. one of the exciting things is that like with Relay, it's so easy to actually open those accounts now. But yeah. back when I read the book, I was with a bank that was like almost an hour to open up accounts. And But anyway, my wife's business has six different bank accounts and it's largely influenced by that that same principle of profit first. And, and she actually has a... Uh, I did go back and she does have a profit account. Me and Marcus were joking about that. Like I know she has a yeah. tax account. But she does have a profit account. She has an operations account, a payroll account, you know. So mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> cool. All right. So Mike Michalowicz is a, is a serial author. He's written lots of different books. One of the most popular books he wrote was Profit First. Now, backstory on Mike, right? He is a serial entrepreneur. One of his original companies was forensic accounting. They actually investigated Enron. They would do investigations like in messy um, 
divorces of people who had money. You know, where's the money? Where is it? You know, who's hiding what and all of that? Funny thing is, okay, his accounting firm wasn't necessarily profitable, right? (laughs) At that point, profit was an event when he sold out. It wasn't a habit. It wasn't something that they made a priority. Yeah, they got paid and they did all of that, but the business overall kind of did that. So he sold that business. He sold another business, walked away with, you know, big payday, his big profit check, thought he was the smartest business guy in the world, went out and started investing and doing all kinds of stuff. And within a couple of years, lost it all to the point that they're coming for the keys to the house and car. So, you know. Up and down, just like the world of business, unfortunately. And after that, he did a whole bunch of soul searching. And one of the things that he realized is, why do we all struggle with this? And he realized that we are given the wrong formula for profit, right? So you were taught sales minus expenses equals profit. So where's profit? It's, it's the, the leftover. leftover. The end. Yeah. An yeah. afterthought. He said, no wonder we struggle. Let's do sales minus profit equals expenses. So we take our profit first and we constrain our expenses. And this is literally based on Parkinson's law. So Parkinson's law says a business or time, whatever, will use up all the time and money allocated to it. So if the budget is 100000 in six months, it'll take 100000 in six months. If the budget is twenty grand. And 30 days, you know what? You'll figure out how to get it done for 20 grand in 30 days. Business owners are resourceful. Too often we give them too many resources and that's the problem, right? So let's keep them tight and constrained. It's just like a diet, right? You go on a diet. What's the first thing they tell you? Get smaller plates. You got a smaller plate. You just, you can't fill it up so much. So you learn to live with what you have. This comes back to the 80-20 rule. So the 80-20 rule says 20% of what you do produces 80% of the profits or 80% of the results. Same thing though. You do another 20%, it pretty much mathematically says 40% of what you do produces 96% of the results, which means 60% of what you're doing is wasted time. You looking busy, but you ain't being productive. You're getting very little results. And this proves out in business. It proves out in small business. It proves out in big business that these numbers actually flow. As a matter of fact, um, there's a book from Jonathan Burns. Uh, He's an MIT professor. And it's um, Pools of Profit and Island of Red Sea, I think is what it's called, Uh, or Islands of Profit in the Sea of Red, whatever. Bottom line is he looked at large corporations and he said 20 to 30% of their sales brought in all, if not more than all of their profit. Okay. 30% of their sales were losses. And the remaining balance, that other 30%, was break even. So the average company could possibly cut. 40 to 60% of their sales and actually make more money. 
if they could figure out where all the losses are coming from. And if big companies can't do it, it's even harder for small companies. And that's what we try and do. We try and figure out where are the pools of profit? Where is your money coming from? And a lot of it is somewhat counterintuitive to what you might think. And But when you take the time to figure it out, then all is good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 uh, I'm taking notes here. Um, <laughs> I love this stuff because, because you know me, I, I immediately start thinking when he starts, when Rocky starts talking about pools of profit, I, I start thinking, okay, data, data has got to be good. It's got to tell you where those pools of profit are so that you can double down on the things that do well, divest yourself of the things that, you know, to your point, get rid of a serv- certain lines of business that just aren't profitable. Where, when it, when, when someone comes to you, Rocky, and they say, okay, I want to implement profit first, what is what are kind of the first steps of getting them off the ground on this path to running their business better? Something, and I've read the book, and Mike, I think Mike's mission is he wants to eradicate entrepreneurial poverty, is the kind of statement he uses. And I see that a lot. I see kind of to your point earlier, a lot of people doing a lot of things without a lot of fruit from it, right? So how do you guys get somebody started on that path of, I want you to run a really successful business, whatever that means to you, and not, you know, spend 60, 70 hours and, and uh, this kind of exercise in futility that you see a lot of business owners go through? So the first step, and it goes back to the question that I asked, is you've got to open the bank accounts, right? Some people think you can do this without opening bank accounts. You can't. This is not logical. This is emotional. It, it's behavior-based, and you have to just open the accounts. That's the bottom line. So step one is just opening the accounts. Step two is figuring out where are you today. You know, if today you have 0% profit, fine, okay? And that very well may be the case. How much are you paying yourself? What's that percentage of your revenue? How much goes for taxes, right? Your CPA should be able to tell you that. That's a percentage. And how much are you spending on overhead? And whatever those numbers are, just start allocating your money based on where you are today. And then, right, three months from now, let's start to cut. So we'll start with 1% profit because you're not going to miss a dollar out of 100. And that first constraint is just teaching you the habit of putting profit aside and showing you that it's really not that hard and that small things add up very quickly. So all we're doing is getting you comfortable in that new position. And then every 90 days, we just tweak the levers like 1%, 2% on each of the accounts and build them up. So I think at this point, it's still a little confusing. Basically, the way this system works, it's kind of like the old envelope system right? Your grandparents, they got money. They had these envelopes with a purpose, the rent, the utilities, birthday money, and they took their money and they separated it. Well, Mike took that same concept and brought it to business. And what he does is he has you open up a minimum of five bank accounts. I know that freaks people out. It's really easy and it's no big deal. In the first account, all your money goes in when you get it. So that account is nothing but money coming in. So you always know how much money came in. Clear as day, right? The second 
Once the money comes in on a regular basis, we send it to the other bank accounts. So the first account we send it to is profit. Take your profit first. The next account we send it to is your pay because most business owners pay themselves last and inappropriately. They spend their paycheck and they burn it in the company and they're afraid to take money out. So we set a percentage aside for your pay. Then we put money aside for taxes. And by the way, we like paying taxes because taxes are the price we pay for being profitable. Wise tax planning is one thing. Buying a new truck to save on taxes is a whole nother story. And we can dig into that one. Ooh. No need, and- Rocky. We've got several <laughs> oh, episodes. Man. Oh, man. Well, I think we found our snip, our, our 60 seconds. <laughs> no, no need to go further. Well, no, no. I'm going to, because I want to do this. But bef- before I do that, the last account is OPEX. So you put the remaining balance into OPEX, and that's what you get to spend. Here's the cool thing. You don't have to open accounting software. You don't have to worry if your books are up to date. You do what you always do. You log into your bank. You look at your bank balance. Do I have money? Do I not have money? And you start to get a feel of the rhythm of your money. So it really helps. Hey, it's the end of the week. It's Friday. I'm checking my bank account. Well, I expected more money to come in this week. Why didn't more money come in? Let me go look. If you've got one big pile of money, you're not going to notice that. Then you allocate, and now, hey, how much money is in my OPEX? Can I spend? Can I not spend? Because that's the question you ask yourself all the time. Do I have money? Can I spend it? Do I not have money? Can I not spend it? So let's go back to why so many business owners get into trouble. Let's go back to that truck. Let's say you've got a business and it brings in a million dollars. Well, no, you've got a business, right? I want to go buy a fancy truck. I, I think a fancy truck these days is 100K. That's an easy number for something nicely done out because you deserve that. And your clients are going to buy from you because you have a fancy truck. That's a whole other story. Of course. In order to pay for a $100,000 truck, if you've got a 10% margin in your business, you need to sell a million dollars just to break even on the truck. When people start to realize, wait a minute, I have to sell a million dollars to pay for this truck? All of a sudden, they're not so wanting a truck no more. <laughs> oh, I'm going to use that. I love it. Yeah. Um, that's a great analogy. So I remember... I remember reading Profit First, and I did it. I set up all the bank accounts, and and probably like a lot of people, after a while, you know, kind of that excitement fades. You know, you don't stick with it. You're not disciplined. I'm sure well, you've probably never seen that, right, Rocky? How do people? How do you combat that as a small business owner? Because I get it. One thing I wrote down that you said, which I thought was very interesting, was the rhythm of money flow meaning that that initial account where everything comes in and then you're starting to send it downhill to these other accounts, you start to sense a rhythm. I thought that was interesting. What do you do for the person that, okay, I'm in, I'm going to do this. But then over time, the kind of intensity dissipates and they kind of fall off the wheel, so to speak. How do you, how do you keep people in, I would say, enthusiastic about this and willing to commit to it? So if they're my clients... Right. I'm holding them accountable every month because I'm asking for their bank balances. I'm having them read to me. Tell me how much is in your profit account. Why did it go down? What happened? What'd you do? And why did it not go up? So I do accountability. If you don't have accountability, 
couple things. You start to see profit, you start to get more excited. So if it's working for you, the excitement of success usually drives success. So you're 30 pounds overweight. Yeah. Go to the gym. Don't get so so personal, Rocky. Okay. (laughs) But here's the thing, right? Let's say you lose the 30 pounds, you know, and you got, you got nice biceps. You think you're more likely to go to the gym every day? Yeah. Because you see the results of the work you did. People who do this and see results are most likely to keep going. But in the world of instant gratification, we found a solution for the rest of you. Relay Bank. Relay Bank does it all for you, okay? You just put the money in your bank account. It moves it to where it's supposed to go. And even if your life gets busy, it occurs in the background. And so you don't have to worry about it. So that that is the the lazy man solution. So yeah. I knew I was going to like you, Rocky. When you started talking, <laughs> the solution was automation and cloud tools. I said, okay, maybe maybe we'll have Rocky on for a second time because he he and I. I, I but it's so true now. I mean, it, it's it's a great point because I do think one of the impediments to doing it well for so many years, if I would give you the kind of pushback on profit first, was the maintaining the bank account. Some some banks aren't great with their technology, but now. Relay, which we've mentioned a ton in, in other podcast episodes, Relay is really just a tech company with fronting a bank account, essentially. Um, and we recommend it to lots of our clients. But I think what you're talking about is the automated transfers, right? You you set up in Relay, you tell it every month on this day, transfer 2% to this count or 6% to this count or different, and it automates that process for you. Is that is that correct? That is exactly what it does. They do it all for you. And they know profit first, so they're not going to hassle you. They understand how it works. They'll walk you through it, and they make it easy. Wow. So I didn't even know that you could do the automated percentages in Relay. I just thought it was easy to set up all the different accounts. No, no. No, dude. It just happened. They're like, they've got a big partnership, right? I mean, I think Relay is the bank of profit first, which makes total sense. Just to kind of recap Relay, how you can spin up a, you can have up to 30 no no fee bank accounts you can create them on the spot you can give use access to your accountant or other people at varying levels which is why we love it and then it's just then this this new piece of the automated transfers is really kind of like a next level thing i think which is makes sense given their um their partnership with profit first wow tyler you're ready dude i'm so ready dude i'm going to do that this afternoon i'm getting back on i'm getting back on the wagon <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to lose 30 pounds. I'm, yeah. I'm so motivated. <laughs> One thing Rock, at a time. Yeah. Rocky, <laughs> right. I do want to ask what's, um, you know, in terms of like consulting and you kind of described a little bit of the work you do, but what can you tell us as far as like pushback? Every business tends to think that they're the exception, you know, or like our, you just don't understand how complicated our business model is or you know, we've, uh, we've got investors or what are, what are some of the common, uh, exceptions that do make sense or, or how do you, what would you say to somebody who's pushing back that they just don't feel like this could work for them? And how much do you push back? I don't push back at all. Like you, you want to be broke, have at it. I don't have time for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Uh, so 
here is the thing, and I, I will be honest about this. Profit first works no matter what. It works with any kind of business. However, like everything else, you have to adapt it. Okay. So I've got some businesses, instead of doing percentages, they do fixed dollar amounts. Every month they're doing fixed dollar amounts. Some people don't have five accounts. Some people might have three accounts. Some people might have 12 accounts. How do I do this? How do I adapt it? And how do I make it work for me? That's literally what it comes down to. So you don't have to do it the way it says in the book. There is no gospel of it must be X. Make it work for you. The biggest thing you've got to do is hide money from yourself because you will spend it. (laughs) And that is the key. So I'll tell you the story about Mike. Mike has, so in the book, Mike talks about your profit and tax account should be at a different bank under lock and key. Because the reality is, Mike will spend every dollar he sees. So his money gets transferred to another profit account. And in order for him to spend out of that profit account, his checks have to be countersigned. (laughs) Okay. Love it. So, but again, who are you? How do you behave? What is your business need? How do we take the principles that are proven long before Mike wrote the book? And how do we implement it in your business? Would you say, Rocky, this is because one thing I'm I'm hearing is for the guy who says, man, look, I'm in a growth business. We reinvest our profits, right? We don't take them off the table. We reinvest them. What do you say to that guy who says, look, we're in hyper growth mode. We can't. We can't live without that fuel, right? We need that cash. Of course you do. You're going to be like Uber, right? Still not profitable. I, I hope you're a good salesman that can keep raising capital because at the rate you're going, you're going to grow yourself to bankruptcy. Right. And that's a story people don't realize. One of the biggest causes of bankruptcy in business is growth. If you don't know how to cash flow your growth, you are in trouble. So I love to tell airplane stories, right? You you have success. Congratulations. You started your business. It's awesome, right? Now you're going to go out and you're going to sell. You get on the airplane. The pilot comes on and says, hey, dude, sorry. This is a startup airline. I've been a little busy. I didn't bother with the checklist because we haven't created it yet. I hope they put fuel in the tank. We'll figure out where we're going when we get up to 30,000 feet. Are you getting on this airplane? Of course not. (laughs) Of course not. When are you going to be profitable? Tell me when, because everyone says I'll be profitable when. It's all BS. You never, it never happens. Profit is a habit. You build it from day one. Now, again, we said we're going to take profit first and we're going to customize it to your business. If you believe that you need to do this, I want you to put the profit aside. And once a quarter, I want you to take your profit, half of it, like Mike talks about in the book. And I want you to decide how to reinvest it in your business. And I want you to show me a business plan that shows me how fast back you are going to repay this to your profit account. 
Because if you can't do that, you're wasting money on BS stuff like a fancy office and you're throwing money here and you're throwing money there thinking you're growing and all you're doing is fast track the bankruptcy. Yeah. And it, it forces you to stop lying to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, in the sense that like, I think you tend to think, okay, well, you're all, you know, I used to feel that way of like, well, I'm always like one, you're always like the breakthrough is always around the corner. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, and then, and so you're always kind of waiting to cash out instead of just build that habit. That's, that's really a, a huge mindset shift is that profit is a habit. It's not an event. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's really huge. Tyler, I'm just going to give you a word of advice. If you want to lose weight, don't wait until you lose weight to go to the gym because it doesn't work that way, right? Same concept, right? You got to go do the reps and sets to get the success you want. And if you want to be profitable, start your profit journey. Imagine if if Uber had taken 1% of all its sales for all these years and just put it aside in cash. Where would they be today, cash-wise? Hmm. Sitting on a pile, I'm sure. Sitting on a pile. They got <laughs> not. They they wasted it. Yeah, yeah. No, this is this has been great. I'm I, like I said, it, it's almost hitting me at the right time because I know I've read Profit First and I've done it before. It's kind of getting me to think, kind of getting to think through a little bit about how we do things. You know, because uh, I'm I, I'm probably like Mike, probably like a lot of business owners. Hey, there's money in the account. We need X, Y, and Z, right? We we need this. This could be great. Like to Tyler's point, if we just do this, this if I just buy this software, we'll be a little bit more efficient. You know, if we just do this bit of marketing. So I think it's great to to at least introduce that concept of constraints in your budget, your business budget. But it goes back to I was thinking something you said earlier. It's like Everybody told you what your grandparents, kind of their money managing skills was. What is everybody, What did everybody say when you were coming up, you were starting to work 15, 16 years old? Pay yourself first. How many people are left with that? For savings. Look, put it in your 401k before you even see it. Put it in a money market account before you can touch it. All those things are, are I would imagine, kind of bedrock principles of profit first. Yeah, like, even, get it, get it even out of the, your hair. The mortgage is sold as a forced savings account. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It is. And that's what this is. This is forced savings because humans are humans and it compounds. So let's talk about compounding. Do you know how much a dollar doubled for 31 days equals? So $1 becomes $2, becomes $4, becomes eight. Do you know what it is at 31 days? It's an, I've done this before. It's, it's, it blows your mind. What is it? It's a little over a billion (laughs) dollars, right? Now, here's what people don't get, and here's the real lesson. So 31 days, you're at a billion dollars. At 30 days, what are you at? You're at half a billion. At 29 days, you're at a quarter of a billion. At 28 days, you're at 125 million. 27 days, you're at 67 million, right? 26 days, what is it? You're at 32 million. Yeah, I, I checked out a long time ago, Rocky. Yeah, this is okay. you, and Mar- this is you fine. and Marcus's game to play. Here, 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 is, the, here is what you need to understand. Hold on a second. <laughs> you give up the last 10 days of doubling, you got pennies. You don't have billions. And the opposite of that is, I'll do this tomorrow. 
you just gave up half a billion bucks. Nah, your choice. <laughs> so easy when you yeah, put it that way, your right? Choice. Your <laughs> choice. Um, no, Rocky, this has been this has been great. Um, as we kind of wrap up, if you could, if you, where can people, if they want to get in touch with you, learn more about Profit First and and kind of everything and how to run their business better? Where would they? Where would they find you? Where could they get resources? Before we do that, can I ask a favor of your audience? Yeah. Do you guys like Marcus and Tyler? Because if you do, you got to hit the like button. Uh, Appreciate you. We did not ask him to do this, by the way. Share. Like, share this episode because it's the best one he's ever had. Like, give it to your friends, your business owners. Tell them they got to listen to this and check it out. After you do that, come find me. So my podcast is Profit Answer Man. We share what we do with all our clients. We teach Profit First. I go through every chapter of the book. All we do is educate and share knowledge. And I'll tell you this. Today, we talked about one gauge, your fuel gauge. There are a whole bunch of other gauges in your business. We share all of that as well so you can understand how to make yourself a lot more profitable. So check out Profit Answer Man. Uh, The website is Profit Comes First. All the details are there. Awesome. This has been great. Yeah. Super, thanks, Rocky. I'm, uh, I'm pumped. Tyler's ready. I'm ready. We'll, yeah. We, we, next step is accountability. So we need you to check in with us in, in about a month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. We'll have you back on soon and we'll see how we're doing. We'll see how that's much right. profit we have in our profit account. Love it. All right. Thanks, Rocky. All right. Thank you for Thank having you. me.